Hi guys, welcome to yet another insightful episode of the Martechno Beat, a specially curated podcast series powered by Netcore Solutions. Here's where you gain cutting-edge insights from leading marketers, product champions, and martech influencers on all things user growth, engagement, retention, and personalization. I'm your host once again, Pradyut Hande, and today I'm joined by a very special guest, Mr. Mohit Panjwani, Associate Director of Revenue Growth at Mintra, India's leading e-commerce company committed to making fashion and lifestyle products accessible to everyone. Welcome, Mohit. So glad that you could join us today. Hi, Pradyut. Thanks a lot for inviting me. I thank the Netco team for uh, inviting me for this interesting uh, podcast and uh, looking forward to, you know, uh, uh, interesting set of questions and I'll try my level best to share my experiences uh, that, that uh, I've seen over the past and, and would look for feedback uh, from, from, you know, folks who actually hear this podcast. Awesome. Awesome. We really look forward to that. So for our listeners, Mohit in his current role is handling the customer charter for Mintra, which includes customer acquisition, customer retention, and customer relationship management, along with growth analytics. So on today's episode, we're going to gain helpful insights on how Mintra leverages the power of customer data and marketing analytics to craft memorable and personalized shopping experiences at scale. And all of this aimed at maximizing customer engagement, revenues, and retention. So let's get down to it. Mohit, my first question to you. You know, the entire pandemic of 2020 has flipped the narrative for e-commerce. And it has really seen e-commerce take center stage like never before with a lot of consumption and buying moving to online. In such a backdrop, what would be the three biggest challenges that a fashion and lifestyle e-commerce player like Mintra currently combats, especially in terms of customer engagement and retention? So it's a very uh, uh, interesting question. And I think the set of challenges we faced uh, post-pandemic were more around, you know, uh, fashion being a discretionary category. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the the spends uh, were curtailed from a customer perspective because uh, there was a lot more focus on, you know, what is currently needed. Mm -hmm. uh, the customer buying occasions had gone down. So therefore, uh, uh, the customers uh, uh, were focusing more on, you know, what they need on a day-to-day -day basis, uh, while, you know, most of the folks were actually uh, curtailed and they had to sit at home. Uh, so therefore, uh, given that they were not stepping out, so then the reasons for, you know, buying uh, fashion uh, mm -hmm. went down drastically. Right. So to counter that, uh, we we focused a lot on you know building the essentials category, uh, okay. so that you know we could actually address the need states that customers have, and mm -hmm. we also started focusing and surfacing a lot more fashion essentials, uh, with which which will help you know address uh, uh, the demand around t-shirts, uh, mm -hmm. you know uh, loungewear, uh, shorts. Uh, mm -hmm. so to speak, in a wear, which are the categories that, you know, customers would want uh, more over while they are, you know, uh, not able to step out or True. move freely. In a uh, work from home environment as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so those were the two big challenges. I think the third uh, uh, one was the biggest, uh, mm -hmm. which was trust and safety with the COVID uh, right. pandemic uh, ongoing. There was a huge uh, focus on, you know, making sure that our uh, 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 delivery is safe. 
uh-huh. and more importantly associates uh, that are there uh, on the on the ground are uh, you know we we do enough uh, put enough checks and balances in place so that their health and safety is uh, 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 taken care of to the right. best standard so that they can uh, deliver uh, 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 at a service level which is expected and at the same time that ends up safeguarding the customer as well right. so we we uh, built that process quickly after pandemic Uh-huh. Uh, which you know not only helped customers avail services but also helped us you know ensure that our associates uh, are are safe and sound okay very interesting um and when it comes to e-commerce we've seen that there are multiple devices on which your customers access your website or mobile app uh, it's a you know a multi digital touch uh, customer journey so how important is triggered multi-channel communication to a shopper's entire customer journey and it would be great if you could cite some uh, key use cases that uh, mintra is uh, using such communication for sure prateek uh, uh, i think it is extremely important uh, uh, to have you know triggered multi-channel communication uh, mm-hmm. because uh, uh, customers have affinity to uh, different channels that is a uh, 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 a key point to note and then secondly uh they may be at a different uh, customer state mm-hmm. so so for example if we uh, focus on the pre purchase leg right mm-hmm. uh, uh now what will be important is to look at what the customer status is are they dormant uh, or or have they churned or are they actually actively browsing on the app uh, uh then also understanding exactly what do they want to buy right Uh, right and and then it is important to understand exactly where are they in their uh, purchase journey correct uh, and and then once they have made the purchase then uh, how do we use the multi triggered channel communication in post purchase journey so if mm-hmm. you were to take few examples right if there mm-hmm. is a customer who's uh, dormant that effectively means that that customer is you know not having the app uh, 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 or or he or she may not be opening the app uh uh or they haven't visited the app in last 3 to 6 months right. now for such a customer you would want to you know use sms as a channel once you mm-hmm. know the customer state uh, so that you can activate the customer or mm-hmm. email channel because these are the two channels through which you can reach out to that customer right. or digital marketing for that matter mm-hmm. uh, the notification channel will not work because operating system will not surface the notifications right. so therefore you need to choose uh, uh, how you would want to get the customer first to start browsing on the app mm-hmm. uh, uh then you would want to assess that you know which channel is cheaper uh, so email being cheaper do, would you want to start with email or would you want to go with digital or would you w- want to go with sms that call could be taken basis affinity the customer might have shown in the past mm-hmm. uh, to to either of the channels and then once the customer starts browsing on the app then it would be important to have a journey set up on the uh, uh, notifications channel where you know right. there could be a lot more focus basis the customers actions on the app now right. if a customer comes to the app organically or inorganically pre purchase you would have to take notice of what actions are they doing so Correct. are they actually stuck at cart they have added few products to the cart and and they are not buying it mm-hmm. uh, uh, are they on product description page that means they have effectively viewed a lot of products they may right. or may not have liked it now what kind of actions you could take so if there is a the customer who stuck uh, on cart you would want to push you know mm-hmm. uh, out of stock messages uh, if there is a product that is actually going to run out of stock soon 
Uh, right. So there are alerts that you could send. There are price drop uh, 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 notifications that you could push if there are products on which uh, prices have dropped significantly. That might become a key uh, uh, reason for the customer to take note mm -hmm. uh, that you know why they need to buy quickly. Now, what is happening here is that across multiple channels, we are solving mm -hmm. for different objectives for right. a customer. Uh, right from you know activating the customer to engaging the customer and mm -hmm. then trying to finally convert the customer. Right. So uh, it has to be a very well-rounded approach, uh, which then finally feeds into uh, the post-purchase leg, where once the customer has made a purchase from you, uh, you need to make sure that the customer is aware of you know where the order is. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 so basically, effectively, status of delivery. You could right. actually weave it very well with cross-sell, where you know you could say that you know hey uh, X Y Z, you bought a T-shirt from Mintra. There is a gene or vice versa that goes with the purchase that you have made. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so this 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 would actually help uh, 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 you know drive relevant uh, promotional communication to the customer, which the customer will feel uh, good about. At the same time, you could actually also uh, use a, a lot of uh, uh, you know information could be created basis how they could better use the product. So if they they bought a personal care product from you, for example, mm -hmm. they bought a, a, a product which is kind of a cream, right? You could ex explain them how do we use it? Or if there is a hair serum, how do they apply it on their hair? So right. in, in that communication, you could actually build to, you know, not only communicate what the status of delivery is, but at the same time also communicate how do they use the product? Uh, and also uh, given that the top of mind for the customer, given that they have made a purchase just now from that particular organization would be high. It is the right time to, you know, build and, and nudge them for more purchases. Mm -hmm. uh, via different channels. So uh, uh, to cut it short, we will have to have clear objectives laid out at right. each step of the purchase journey and then use the right channel basis what the customer has affinity to and drive, uh, you know, relevant uh, communication. Oh, makes a lot of sense. And I think in a lot of my conversations with a lot of e-commerce brands also, so much of this, uh, you know, multi-channel customer engagement strategy is driven by uh, behavioral data. And the more data that you have at your disposal, the more contextualized and relevant your communication. So that actually brings me to my next question. We spoke about how behavioral data can be leveraged to uh, craft and deliver these really contextual and personalized customer shopping experiences. And we've seen over a period of time that personalization has gone beyond being more than just a buzzword. You know, personalization has really emerged as a major conversion and retention lever. Um, I just wanted to understand what does personalization mean to Mintra as a brand and how do you go about implementing the same uh, at various digital touch points uh, beyond your website and mobile app? All right. So uh, personalization, in fact, is uh, central or mm -hmm. core to, you know, each uh, decision that we make at Mintra and uh, we uh, Every every uh, calendar year, the kind of conversations that we have uh, before the year starts is how can we actually improve the personalization quotient uh, uh, on the platform? Because uh, as as an organization, we have always tried to be uh, uh, as relevant as we could be across mm -hmm. all touch points uh, at any point in time in the journey that the customer is having uh, along with Mintra. And there are different touch points, right? Digital uh, right. store. Uh, CRM. So to speak from an example's perspective, uh, 
so mm-hmm. we we uh, you know the communication or or the promotion strategy mm-hmm. uh, that we have for example for a new user uh, versus a early adopter versus mm-hmm. a sticky customer we have we have you know tried to maneuver our approach uh, uh, so that we could actually uh, solve for customer problems address mm-hmm. the objectives at uh, 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 for for each you know stage uh, uh, in in a customer's journey so if you look at purchase sequences a new mm-hmm. user would have very different set of uh, problems or very different set of objectives that they would be uh, 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 coming to mintra for versus a uh, 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 set of you know customers in their early purchase sequences versus a uh, very uh, 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 customers who are very sticky right so for each uh, touch point we have different solutions in a uh, place and and in fact you know uh, to give few examples of you know how we have actually built uh, personalization across different touch points mm-hmm. uh, so so there was a big event uh, uh, in which you know we generally one of our flag every year we try to you know innovate and and uh, try to you know uh, uh, every marketer would try to personalize their communication for a big event so as right. part of that uh, uh, one interesting thing that we tried was now we try to build name personalized videos so okay. on digital it is very difficult to scale videos at one to one level mm-hmm. uh, and and that is what hinders uh, you know each marketer so this is one of the innovations that we tried in the past and this had worked really well mm-hmm. where you know we uh, for example clubbed all the pradyots or mohits uh, mm-hmm. as as a group across the nation and then tried to surface uh, a video with the name uh call, called out at the start uh, to okay. you know grab attention so that became kind of a personal invite to the event which actually mm-hmm. uh gained a lot of traction okay. and then uh, uh across different touch points like say notifications the quotient of uh, uh promotions uh, mm-hmm. uh uh every year continues to increase but at the same time personalization uh has has increased significantly not mm-hmm. only are we you know uh, uh you can say segmenting basis brand article price point affinity that a customer has or or a cross sell propensity but we are also uh, mm-hmm. focusing like i said before on the stage uh, a, a customer journey stage uh, that each customer would be at so a new user versus a early purchase sequence customer versus a very sticky customer would actually get different type of communications this is mm-hmm. uh, uh, their state uh, with with the different kind of personalization that we are doing Uh, okay. similarly on hp the kind of personalization has continued to increase over a period of time not only are we personalizing on home page once you come we would actually see very relevant communication to you and if you actually show the app to you your friend or relative uh, or acquaintance their app would actually have a very different home page right. from you uh, even a new user like the the journey kind of you know is very different right uh, and similarly as you enter the funnel uh, there is a proper sort order with a proper logic put in place versus your you know browsing history versus your mm-hmm. uh, affinity uh, versus the price point uh, affinity you have shown so so across all touch points we have tried to you know personalize as much as we can and as an organization we continue to you know see each and every area where we can actually personalize more across the entire leg of uh, mm-hmm. pre and post purchase journey 
very interesting um i think one point that really stood out is the fact that it's not just basis the life cycle stage at which the shopper find himself or herself but a variety of other factors that uh, you know are taken into consideration just a quick follow up question on that uh, in a lot of my conversations with uh, you know leading fashion and apparel e-commerce platforms uh, this entire concept of visual search or image recognition to drive personalization on site has come up in you know a lot of those conversations just wanted your quick thoughts on how you foresee this is this a major game changer and how can actually fashion and apparel e-commerce platforms leverage it to its fullest potential uh, it it is actually going to be a game changer and uh, one of the features that mitra already has so if mm-hmm. uh, anybody today goes to uh, search uh, bar on on mitra Mm-hmm. actually uh, uh take the image of the product or, or or the person wearing the product and 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 uh, try to you know search uh, get get relevant results around right. the style uh, that you were actually looking for and then this definitely will be a game changer for future uh, because because as we move forward uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 every every uh, uh, organizations app or interface that you go to a tech uh, uh, that is tech tech technology modules that are getting built right uh, uh, everyone is trying to make the experience lot more smoother and mm-hmm. effort that a customer needs to put to find a product a uh, uh, lot more easier so if you want to buy a yellow uh, t-shirt uh, mm-hmm. because there is a csk match uh, but you don't want a csk jersey you want a particular uh, type of product you don't need to then type it you need to just click the image of product that you saw Uh, mm-hmm. it might be in a google search also and and you could actually find it on mintra so this okay. this definitely is going to be a game changer and I, i i keep saying one thing that you know customers if we assume the customers are lazy right. uh, 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 from that hypothesis all the features that are getting built on the lines of making their uh, uh, life lot more easier and, mm-hmm. and and low on effort those features will actually actually succeed so today not a lot uh, of traction you would see on visual search mm-hmm. but as time progresses this is one uh, area where you know we'll see actually a uh, uh, lot more traction in future amazing amazing um and so we spoke about how personalization can be used to ring fence your existing customers provide them with the best possible shopping experience uh, my next question actually revolves around customer churn and predicting customer churn through machine learning algorithms is critical to increasing retention so could you highlight how mintra approaches this in order to um, predict and uh, predict churn and uh, prevent churn uh, for your website and app customers sure sure so so i think uh, the key objective as part of retention has always been that you know how do we increase our uh, repeat rate Uh, mm-hmm. and and you know revenue per customer right. over a period of time because from health of business perspective i think these are the uh, this is the most important area that any uh, uh, business would want to focus on absolutely so and, and 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 for us to be able to actually have a robust approach to this it cannot be basis what people have done in the past correct uh, there has to be a very good uh, way to you know have a sneak peek into future and mm-hmm. with that in mind uh, we actually built uh you can say the customer retention or a customer life cycle management module mm-hmm. at mintra which actually comprises of multiple uh, uh predictive models that are mm-hmm. been put in place to uh, you know uh, uh uh help us uh uh more importantly 
target the right customer uh, at the right time with the right proposition uh, and and also at the same time solve for customer problems that are there uh, 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 have enough empathy uh, and 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 uh, once you understand the problems only then it could be solved so uh, uh, there has to be a lot more focus i would say sharp focus when we say when we talk about personalization i right. think personalization has to be powered uh, by all these ml algorithms correct uh, only then uh, uh, a customer would actually get the exact one to one experience that you would want to offer to them mm-hmm. so uh, to start with we have in house you know a model to you know understand exactly who's going to churn from the platform mm-hmm. who has already churned right. uh, what are the kind of reasons uh, because of which they churned Mm-hmm. uh and and there are multiple ways of using those models so this 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 model preemptively in in some cases tells us that you know these customers who bought this from you mm-hmm. may have propensity to churn now it becomes important as to how we react to it that is right. one second there will be areas where you would have clear signals from the customer that you know the customer called out in their previous purchase that they are returning the product because of say for example size and fit was an issue right now uh, Uh, while there are tactical set of actions that could be taken, there are strategic actions that could also be taken. So we focused on improving our size and fit uh, tech on the platform, and uh, 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 this is one uh, interesting example where you know customers actually mm-hmm. uh, given fashion uh, while we try to improve uh, and and put sizing charts or 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 more information about you know how uh, sizes differ from UK to US. Uh, uh, fits that we see, right? So, but but customers definitely may not be able to crack it easily, or and it becomes difficult to remember sometimes or match uh, what they had ordered in the past. So, mm-hmm. uh, people do return products because of size and fit. So, we uh, uh, to 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 get certain customers back who had churned because of this reason, we did a very simple campaign where we said that you know we have improved uh, our our size and fit tech on the platform. Why don't you give us your body measurements? Okay, and we will give you. Uh, Uh, intelligent recommendations on size uh, and fit on uh, product description pages okay. so when you say you doing a t-shirt or you are viewing a shoe mm-hmm. right uh, or a jean basis your body measurements will actually tell you what will fit you right. and uh, it the the fit might differ from brand to brand so that intelligent recommendation will uh, you know solve the problem rather mm-hmm. than giving an incentive to you to get you back if i right. solve the size and fit problem only then it will actually augur well for us in the Future. So we tried this campaign, and this gave a very good RPU uptick. So that is how we are using the model. Uh, then the second model that we have is uh, predicting who is going to spend how much in future. So that mm-hmm. gives a good view uh, and and helps us have a clear Pareto in place mm-hmm. where we can say that you know uh, uh, the Pareto that is written in books, right? That ten to twenty percent right. customers contribute to sixty, seventy, eighty percent. So Yeah, any organization uh, would would want to try and figure that out because that has direct impact on uh, uh, how do you plan uh, revenue, uh, basis cohorts, uh, how do you plan uh, uh, you know the the traffic that you need to get from each cohort. That will actually help any organization bring down their cost per session significantly, right. uh, increase ROI significantly of their marketing investments, and at the same time, uh, the organizations can take the right call on where do they invest their margin. Mm-hmm. because uh, if you know there are 10 20% super users who are not doing well uh, right. today right uh, uh, who would be contributing to say 70 80% of your revenue 
right. how do you incentivize them uh, because when it comes to margin investment you can't go uh, berserk and do it across all cohorts it has to right. be sharp and surgical so that becomes important and then uh, if if churn if you have a view on who's going to churn or who has churned and what was their spend uh, potential at the same time if you have a clear view on to you know what will the customer buy next and mm-hmm. if you marry all these could actually get a very scientific answer which could actually be used across multiple touch touch points to uh, uh, you know drive a uh, uh, significant roi significant level of personalization mm-hmm. at the same time last but not the least pradeep i think quality of customer uh, uh, that kind of modular approach also needs to be employed where we need to have a good handle on uh, uh, who is a good customer who is a, 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 a not so good customer Right. basis those metrics and how do you actually bring customers who are on the raw going in the uh, you can say in the uh, there is so good journey and a bad journey customers going mm-hmm. into the bad journey how do you actually help them go mm-hmm. towards the good journey so that they actually become sticky to the platform right so kind of that sense also would be important so this is the kind of you know clm framework we use at mitra very interesting i think that point that you mentioned about uh, you know ring fencing your identifying your next best customer and uh, you know ring fencing them that's really important and something that we at netcore also believe something that's called you know velvet rope marketing where you sort of uh, you know sort of lay out the red carpet for your best customers to maximize cltv um another interesting point that you mentioned there was around identifying those customers who are going down a bad journey and at the end of the day you have limited uh, you know dollars to spend in terms of uh, acquisition and engagement so it's also important to identify those customers who despite your best efforts are unlikely to come back to your platform and just sort of have a sunset policy in place that says that okay we're going to focus more on our more valuable cohort so that makes a lot of sense all right so my final question to you mohit and my favorite question also and i would encourage you to just sort of put on your thinking cap and get your customer experience crystal ball in front of you um according to you what are the three biggest e-commerce marketing trends that you foresee uh gathering momentum in 2021 and beyond a very uh, interesting and tough uh, question but so I'll, i'll try taking a stab at it uh, sure uh, so so uh, i think according to me uh, uh, two three things that i see you know gaining traction uh, are around you know uh, usage of predictive analytics uh-huh. uh, where like we just spoke about you know knowing uh, what is going to happen in future if we have a good view of that uh, the kind of inputs we give uh, to each of the campaigns from marketing perspective Mm-hmm. or each touch point how do we actually shape it changes a lot uh, uh the approach changes a lot so knowing what uh, uh has been done by the customer or what has happened to the customer as a mm-hmm. outcome of our uh, uh good or bad effort right uh, having that insight uh, uh and i think the second trend that i'm actually also seeing is that a, a lot of uh, uh 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 places you know where you will see that you know customers are showing a lot of interest is Uh, mm-hmm. conversational marketing where you know the customers are able to uh, in fact you know see some bit so there are two bits the way i i think about it there is one mm-hmm. promotional angle to it or promotional right. leg to it where uh, if if a customer was in your 
if you were the shopkeeper and a customer was in your sh- shop you would actually converse with the customer to help the customer make a purchase decision right. at the same time if a customer has concerns uh, uh, you know address those concerns so as a uh, lot of uh, 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 customers are or 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 uh, uh, folks are moving to uh, uh, the the technologies or apps mm-hmm. it is uh, 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 like the chatbot uh, part of you know uh, 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 interaction or app uh, i'm seeing a lot of apps actually scaling chatbots and there are few apps you know where chatbots are doing really well mm-hmm. so i think this is this is going to be the future where you know a lot of customer issues uh uh get addressed a lot of you know chatbots could actually be used very interestingly also for marketing where you know customers right. might have questions uh customers might have various doubts mm-hmm. uh, uh and customers might want to know trends so it is not only to address uh, uh concerns uh, but also you know uh, uh, give a lot better view on multiple other things that you uh, uh, would be doing as an organization right. via chatbots Right. Another lastly, just, just just to add to that, uh, now that you mentioned it, uh, you know, um, chatbots can also be used to build customer engagement, especially on uh, conversational messaging platforms like WhatsApp. We've seen a few e-commerce uh, players already um, sort of experiment with this, and especially during you know your uh, uh, the flagship uh, sale period, etc., where uh, the click to WhatsApp option also becomes available to a lot of e-commerce players. but do continue uh, i agree agree pradeep uh, so i think uh, uh, usage of whatsapp as a channel and and having a chatbot uh, on the app i think these are two things uh, that that definitely you know i see uh, uh, taking or or seeing scale i think lastly uh, automation uh, would be key from a marketing perspective because as we go one one to one or uh, personalization continues to scale over a period of time Right. I think the manual efforts uh, will have to go down significantly. So I think automation would be the uh, way forward uh, from a from a, a, a future perspective. So that would actually help provide the best customer experience uh, to each and every customer because they will actually see uh, everyone would tend to see a lot more relevant stuff uh, which is relevant to them. Uh, 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 the propositions, the kind of uh, brands they like. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kind of problems or challenges they have faced in the past how is the organization trying to address them uh, uh and 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 lot more customization so all of this would be i think possible via automation so this is another uh, piece or leg which will actually take uh, or scale a lot in future now makes a lot of sense and i think we've now moved um in terms of marketing automation from just catering to segments and cohorts to actually developing really personalized customer experiences tailor made to a segment of one i think that's where the entire evolution of e-commerce is also heading uh thank you so much um, you know for making the time and joining us today mohit i'm sure our global audience will really benefit from uh, all these razor sharp insights that you've shared with us uh anything that you would like to add as a parting note so oh, thanks a lot uh, pradeep and again thank the netco team for uh, inviting me uh, to this podcast it was really uh, uh, the set of questions you asked were very interesting and uh, loved interacting with you so thank you and thank the team
Awesome. Thank you so much. You did complete justice to each of those questions. And also a big thank you to our listeners for tuning in once again. For more such awesome content, do continue to subscribe or follow the Martechno Beat and watch this space for more. Thank you so much.